This is an Equity Mates Media podcast. Equity Mates! I will say this about investing. Everything you do learn is cumulative. What I learned at 20 is you Welcome to Super Saturdays, an Equity Mates media series on superannuation, proudly brought to you by Superhero, who are now disrupting traditional super on their platform. With recent government changes to super legislation here in Australia, a hundred billion of Australians' money in underperforming super products, and a lot of people feeling a little in the dark when it comes to their super, Equity Mates Media, in partnership with Superhero, are going to shine a light on the super industry with the aim of making Australians wake up and take control of their super. Over three Saturdays and four different shows, we'll be bringing you all the information that you need to help you take more control. So don't miss it. Make sure you subscribe to Equity Mates, Get Started Investing, Comedian V Economist, and you're in good company. Now, my name is Bryce, and as always, I'm joined by my equity buddy, Ren. How are you going? I'm very good, Bryce. Last week in our uh, first episode of Super Saturdays, I had to uh, be the host and do the intro, so I am very glad that you're back on board and I can <laughs> sit in the passenger seat as you drive this car forward. <laughs> yeah, good to be back, Ren. Felt a bit awkward uh, and a bit weird not being involved in last week's episode, but look, here we are and uh, ready to get stuck in to talk things super and and we are welcoming back um, co-founder and CEO of Superhero, John Winters, to help us through it all. John, welcome. Hey, guys. Good to be back. <laughs> great, great, great to have you back. <laughs> so, John, today we're going to really um, go back to where it all started for you, which was in the early days of forming Superhero, because when we very first met you, you're, you really started to talk about your gripe with superannuation, I guess, and how you think more can be done to give uh, Australians a little bit more control and transparency with what is going on. Um, so... Superhero's name is obviously a bit of a hint for those that don't already know. <laughs> a few you people and- did ask, how did you come up with the name Superhero before before Super was out of the bag? <laughs> Smart, <laughs> long-term <laughs> thinking. <Yeah. laughs> um, you and Wayne, uh, the co-founder, originally started Superhero as a way for people to manage their superannuation. And it's clear from the many conversations we've had, as I said, that you're quite passionate about this space. So... Let's start at the beginning. What are some of the issues that you have with the superannuation industry? Yeah. <laughs> Take a deep breath. Yeah. Here we go. Are you ready? Well, I, first of all, I think the superannuation industry is it's there for the right reason um, for us to, to – it's forced saving for, for retirement. So I think the, the theory behind it is, is correct. I, I think politics and – and capitalism has gotten in the way um, and control has gotten in the way um, and not, not the right type of control. So I think to start off, I think my biggest issue with superannuation is default super. And default super, so this is, this is the my super product. Um, and default super, it's being changed at the moment. Um, the, the recent bill passed by the government went a long way to, to helping uh, Australians, but if you think of default super, if you start a job and you don't choose what super fund you go into, you get defaulted into the company super fund. So that means Karen in HR is making the decision, the financial decision for your retirement. I, I've just got a fundamental issue with that. But 
That's 10% of your salary every single month going into a financial product that you chose not to have a say on and you gave the choice to someone else. Like, do they have a financial, do they have a degree in understanding what fits you appropriately? I don't, I don't think so. Maybe in some cases they do, but, but that's someone making a financial decision about your future. And I just think that you should make that choice. And if you don't have the capability to make that choice, you, you should be, you should be incentivized because it's a serious amount of money to go and do some research on it or get advice on where it should go. Um, so I think, I think default super is, is the biggest issue. Um, the other issue is, is, is with us. It's, it's trained helplessness is, is what I say. Um, it's, it's that we've been, we've been taught by the industry to hand over 10% of our salary every month to someone you know, in a, in a grey crusty suit who says, who says we'll, we'll take it from here. You give us the 10% of your salary every month. We'll invest it for you, but we're not going to tell you, we're not going to tell you what we invest in because that's not for you to know even though it's your money. And the fees, well, well, we'll disclose the fees to you, but is it full disclosure? I guess that's, that's also what the government is working to, to, uh, to shine some light on to make sure that there is full disclosure around the, the underlying costs of the fund. So, you know, if I said to you guys, give me 10% of your salary and I'll invest it for you, I'm, I'm a stockbroker, I'll invest it for you, you'd probably go, <laughs> piss off. Like, you'd, <laughs> no, no one in their right mind would do that. But every single Australian, working Australian, does it every day. And I think that is, that is the thing that we need to wake up about. We need, to, we need to take some control. And that doesn't necessarily mean using that control. It's making sure that you are aware of where your super is, what you're invested in, and what it's costing you. So, yeah, those, those would be my two big things. Default super is one. And the other one is, is having a say on where, where your super is going. I think I think that point around the apathy of a lot of Australians when it comes to super, you know, it's so it's decades before we can access it. It's it's not very transparent. So we just don't really think about it. It's not it's not front of mind. It's definitely something that rings true for me and I'm sure it rings true for a lot of the equity mates community. And and I guess that's why we've called this series or you know, the theme of this series is Australians need to wake up. But I guess if we if we take those problems you know, the default super of the apathy of a lot of Australians. And we ask, you know, what, what are the actual, like, are there negative outcomes that come from those problems? Like, what, how, does, how does the problems that you've identified translate into outcomes for everyday Australians? Well, I think it's, it's not even like throwing a dart at a dartboard. You're giving the dart to someone else to throw at the dartboard. So how would you even know if you've gone into an underperforming fund? if you've never looked at it and you didn't know, you didn't make a choice on where to, to invest in. So those are the negative outcomes. You do, you, you know, there, there's some funds that perform fantastically, which is great for, for members, but there's some funds that, that don't. And if you've never looked, you could have been for the last 10 years, you could have been in one of those underperforming funds instead of getting 10 or 15% per year for the last 10 years. Mm. So it makes a big difference. So yeah. yeah, I think I think that not having that say is it, it, the biggest the biggest challenge in this industry is apathy. That is the biggest challenge. It doesn't matter which fund it is; um, it's us as people, 
and it's that trained helplessness, I reckon. To put to put some numbers to to that, um, the the government, as part of their recent legislative changes, released a report on super industry and underperforming funds. So three point one trillion dollars of assets in super, a hundred billion dollars worth of that of Australians' money is in underperforming super products. Uh, 27% of Australians have more than one super fund account. And I think it's about 3 million accounts are in underperforming super products. It's massive numbers. Massive. So 3 million accounts in underperforming super. There's only 10 or 12 million people in the workforce. Mm. So it gives you an idea. Yeah, yeah. More than a quarter of Australians have multiple super accounts, which means they're paying multiple sets of fees, potentially multiple sets of insurances. Um, but that's but yeah. that's some of the issues that this this super bill and a, a lot of people hear superannuation and they just switch off. So, <laughs> so please, please don't switch off. It and it can seem boring, but it it it's going to get so much better. Um, I, I think that's what the that's what the government's been trying to to stop is if you. If you went and got a job at Coles, there's enterprise agreements that say you have to be in XYZ super fund. But if you work a second job as a, as a waiter on the weekend, you're not allowed to contribute that second job super into the same super fund at Coles. So you have to have two funds. And this is the way all of these funds have built so many accounts and why people have multiple accounts. And that, that superannuation bill that's just been passed has has taken a step to stop that. So it's called stapling and it basically staples your super fund to you. So when you move from Coles and you go and work at, at you know, Jimmy's falafel, um, <laughs> I couldn't think of anything else. Uh, you, know, it, it, you, can, you can get paid instead of having to default into the employer chosen default fund. You mentioned that people switch off when they hear the word super and, you know, they, they're apathetic, apathetic towards it. But in this government's report, they made it very clear what the real-world practical outcome of being in an underperforming fund could be, which was uh, $98,000 worse off in retirement um, compared to just the the average fund, which is, you know, if if someone said, I'll give you $100,000 when you retire if you spend, you know, half an hour doing a bit of research, You'd probably take that deal every time. <laughs> yeah, I, I reckon the real number would probably be higher than that. You know, I think that's probably a st- statistical number, but I think I think it's probably higher. Like you take mm. into account years of performance. You know, that's probably to a benchmark. You take into account years of performance, years of lower fees, years of l- not paying two sets of insurance or multiple sets of insurance. You know, the, the outcome would be massive. Mm. But yeah, people people just sort of switch off and don't worry about it. So when we're talking about um, constructing these episodes, it obviously became clear that the key message was for Australians to wake up. Um, What do you really mean by wake up? And then I guess the follow to that is what should Australians be doing to actually wake up? Well, I think think if if you've gone with default super, it's make sure you, you, you look at where you're invested, where your super's invested. So, so just to talk about super, it doesn't, it doesn't, it's a ma- it's a major asset for anyone who's been in the workforce. So, if it's your first job, you've probably got more money in super than you know, you, you or you may have more money in super than you have in savings. Um, if you've been in the in in a role for for a year or two, um, and, and it grows as you as you stay in the workforce, um, you know, I think it's I think it's making sure you're aware of where that money's getting invested, getting invested. 
you know, if you're trading shares, if you're investing in shares or ETFs, um, whether it's on Superhero or it's elsewhere, you're making a, a, a decision to invest in something. It's the same for super. You are making a decision to invest your super into a managed fund, um, typically into a managed fund. Um, and the difference is the brand name on the, on, the, on the annual statement, you know, whether it's an industry fund, whether it's a retail fund, maybe you're part of a, a, of a self-managed super fund with your family. Um, but you're making a conscious decision on where that gets invested. A lot of people are making an unconscious decision. They're not making the decision. They're letting someone else. So I think it's really having a look at where your super's invested, having a look at where the, where the, um, the performance has been in the past versus other funds. And if you're in one of those underperforming funds, get the hell out of there. Go somewhere else that's performing well. And it's not, it doesn't necessarily mean future, it's that old saying, future performance uh, or past performance is not a, a reflection of future performance. Um, but it shows the quality of the of the managers that can that can have a big impact over time. Now, people might be wondering uh, where they, you know, they're they're starting to wake up. They're they're hearing this, and I can certainly say that I'm one of those Australians that needed to wake up when I was preparing for these episodes. Um, so yeah, I'm very much in that boat. The the question then becomes like, where where do you go to look? And I think we should give the government credit for this recent um, this bill that they've passed because they've definitely increased transparency a lot. Um, so aside from this new government website, which you can, I think it's on the ATO's website, uh, where else should people be going to look if they're like, all right, now's the time, I'm going to wake up? Yeah, well, I think, I think the, the thing about super is for the most part, you're investing in a managed fund. That's, that's what it is. So whether you're with AMP, Colonial, IOOF, Aussie Super, Host Plus, Hester, whatever it is, you're investing in a managed fund. Um, so, you know, looking, looking at those funds across the market, you can, you can get, um, you can, you can do some analysis on either the government, government websites. There's a bunch of comparison sites as well to see what the fees are, to see what past performance is. Um, but then there's, there's, there's an entire investing universe out there as well. So what, what's the stock market done? What has, what has Aussie shares uh, done? What has U- the US market done? And I can tell you, the Vanguard Aussie Share Index ETF returned over 25% in the 12 months to 30 June. I think the top performing um, industry fund returned 20%. So that's looking at a single asset class versus a, a diversified managed fund. Um, but there's but there's all sorts of different investments that you can invest in, and whether you're using money from your pocket that you've saved from your salary, or you're using your superannuation, you should be able to invest across multiple asset classes rather than just in a single option. So then, I guess the next question, and this probably flows to the next part of the conversation. But if if you are an Australian that does want to take a little bit more control, barring the product that you guys have launched which is amazing (laughs) how should how should australians be approaching the task of actually investing their super or or actually taking more control well i think two two big pieces of superannuation for us is a is is control but b is transparency so i think the thing to the thing to keep keep in your mind is this is your money it's not someone else's money 
don't let someone else tell you what you can and can't do with it. Um, you should be able to move it elsewhere if you want to. Um, but when it comes to control, um, you know, that, that certainly that same theme rings true to, to the underlying investments as well. So looking at the different, looking at the different um, benefits that you get from each, from each fund is key. And just so, just so we're all aware, balanced, growth, conservative, those are, those are not investments. Those are risk profiles. You are not invested in balanced. That is a, a risk profile based on how you want to invest. But it goes back to that sort of the, the training that we've been, for, been getting from the industry for so long. That if you went and had a look, you're like, oh, yeah, I'm investing in the balance fund. For those of the Equity Mates community who may not have actually opened their annual statement and really have any idea what you're talking about, this is probably one of the more common things that we're told by super funds is make sure you're in the right investment sort of profile strategy for you. Are you able to actually elaborate on what the balanced, you know, growth, like where are you seeing that? Yeah, sure. So just just to go through the, the sort of the meaning of that. So if if you've got a balanced fund, that typically means that means you're anywhere from fifty percent growth, fifty percent diversified in terms of asset allocation, up to the the definition on the ASIC website is seventy percent growth, thirty percent defensive, right the way through to some of the um, some of the, the the industry and retail funds that are out there that somehow determine ninety three percent of your assets in growth and seven percent in defensive is somehow balanced. Um, there's there's you know there's a range of different things you should look at. So you will see if you go and log into to your your superannuation account or if you look on the the annual statement, it will tell you what fund you're invested in. Um, Based on the risk profile, which you know is balanced, it's a balanced index. It's a growth, high growth, conservative, aggressive. There's a whole range of different names that they come up with. Them, they don't actually give you any transparency on what you are invested in. It's more just the risk profile that you, that you're allocated. But if you are, if you're young, you're you're, you know, building a career, um, and you're invested in very conservative funds or a very conservative fund then you're not going to get the typical sort of performance over your career that you should. Um, so it's important to make sure that that does fit your risk profile um, and your sort of your stage of life. Um, and, and a lot of people m- may not sort of know where, where they should be sitting. Um, a, lot of, a lot of funds and, and government websites um, do give you some education around that. Um, you know, so it, it, the, the first thing is just having a look. Just just open open the annual statement, log into your super. I think that's the sort of the first step everyone needs to take. I, I don't even get the choice of conservative, balanced, or aggressive in my fund. I just put the year I was born, and then it's like that's all we'll tell. That's all that. That's all <laughs> we'll, you have to say. We'll take the rest. Don't, yeah. don't talk to us again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just give us the cash and yeah. walk away. Yeah. <laughs> so. John, if that if you know we've sort of set up the problem here, um, there's uh, an, uh, there's structural problems with the industry, and then there's I guess a cultural problem amongst Australians, um, and then I guess the question becomes, well, what what are you doing about it? Because uh, 
you you care a lot about this issue and you are doing something. So do you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah. So just to be clear, I like, I just want people to to acknowledge that it's their money and and to make a conscious decision of what they do. Um, obviously, I'd love them to sign up to Superhero Super, um, <laughs> but um, but it's 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 really sort of not even about that. The first step is 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 just um, breaking down down that apathy in in the space. Um, so yeah, just talk about talk about superhero super. Um, maybe where it sort of all started, and then can sort of take take people on the on the journey that that we've been on. So we started superhero um, just over three years ago, and the reason was um, I, I was a stockbroker at the time. Zip had recently IPO'd, and and I was fortunate to be part of that process. And had a number of of the new employees at Zip. They scaled very quickly. They had a huge amount of new employees, and they were saying, "Well, we want to buy some Zip shares." Um, so went through the arduous task of setting up an account, uh, and they didn't have a huge amount of cash. Um, they were, you know, they're, they're all young, starting their careers on this massive growth train want to get on board financially but but didn't have cash so they were saying can't we use our super to buy some of these shares and short of having a self-managed super fund which you have to go to an accountant and get advice and get a fund set up and the costs and everything that sort of comes with it and the biggest the biggest piece to that is is running all of the administration yourself which is a pretty i've got a self-managed super fund it's a pain in the neck um and yeah, to set to set one up after you've been in the workforce for only a couple of years is is sort of prohibitive. So the question was asked: How do we allow people to set up an account with Superhero, keep their funds, their superannuation funds, within the superannuation environment, but allow them to choose what they are invested in? That was the the thing that we needed to solve. That was the problem we needed to solve. So we went about building it, um, and it took three years to get all of the the systems built all of the systems audited discussions with regulators and 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 getting through all of the um the uh i guess the red tape that exists in this country and you know looking back that red tape it's there for a reason it is it's hard because it should be um and at the end of the day this is this this, these are people's life savings so there should be a huge amount of regulation around it um but yeah, fast forward three years and we've launched a product that allows you to seamlessly roll your funds from an existing industrial retail super fund into a, super, a regulated public office superhero super account. Um, so you get, a, you get a superhero super member number. We've got a USR. We've got all of the, the checks and balances in place that you would have with a, with a traditional super fund. But instead of going into that balanced or growth option, you can choose to invest in individual Aussie shares, about 150 ETFs in the ASX 300 directly. So you could go and buy Zip. You could go and invest in Afterpay. You could go and invest in the ETFs that have been very popular on your community and, and on Superhero as well, directly with your Super. So you've got that control, but, but the key thing is to have that transparency as well, to be able to see what you're invested in, know what you're invested in, and see what you're paying in fees. Mm. So, you know, in preparation for this episode, uh, we had a look at all the choices that were out there. As you've already mentioned, retail, there's the corporate, there's the industry. Um, 
And then within those providers as well, there's many different super products, which then all have the ability to change between balanced, as we've already spoken about, conservative, etc. How, how is Superhero simplifying that and what are the options when you actually get in to, um, to actually start taking a bit more control? Yeah, sure. So we've got two account types. So when, when you set up your account, you can choose between two account types. One is autopilot. So just to talk to, to that one, um, we, we effectively auto, set up an automatic investment process. So when your, when your contributions come in from your employer, your, your contributions are automatically invested into the investments that you choose. So to run through some of those investments, we, we've made a, a minimum go into a global diversified index portfolio. So that the underlying investment there, and we're fully transparent about, about all of the investments on the platform, the underlying investment is the Vanguard um, Diversified Balance Index ETF. So that's a 50% weighting towards growth, 50% towards uh, defensive assets. And then you can add in uh, US Tech, which is the underlying is the BetaShares NASDAQ 100 ETF, Asia Tech, which is the Asia Tech Tigers, global healthcare, global sustainability, uh, gold, and, and high-interest cash. Um, so all of them are underlying ETFs. So you can choose to allocate up to 30% across those diversified underlying ETFs. So if you wanted to go 10% into NASDAQ 100, 10% into Asia Tech, and 10% into cash, you could. So you, what you're basically doing is you're waiting up on the on the growth or defensive characteristics of your portfolio. And then our system will automatically invest you across those portfolios as you get contributions. So you can always see what the underlying investments are. You can go and research the underlying ETFs and see what are the, what are the top 100 holdings on the NASDAQ. You can see all of that. So it's fully, fully transparent. So those, that, that's for people who, who want to take control but may not want the granular day-to-day decisions of, of managing their overall investments. So that's autopilot. Um, to talk to the fees, we charge a dollar a week plus 0.49% admin fee. So it's, it's pretty low cost. When we look at the other account, it's called control. And this one gives you more control. Um, so <laughs> so nice. what, what, it, what it does is we, we've made sure that we've that we basically force a level of diversification. So we want people to have a level of diversification in their portfolio. So we've got a minimum of 25% in that, in that Vanguard balance index fund. So that we, what we call is the, the global diversified index portfolio. Um, you could go 50-50. You could even go 100% if you wanted to. Um, but, but the minimum is 25%. And then the 75% that you've got, you can invest in individual shares. So you could invest in anything in the ASX 300. You could invest in about 150 different ETFs as well listed on the ASX. So you can build your own portfolio. So it's just like having a superhero account. No US, no US shares to start off. But you can go and build your own, your own portfolio of Aussie shares. The same $5 brokerage rate applies. So you can, you can build up your own portfolio. There are limits on individual shares. So that 75% you've got, you can't go and stick that all into Afterpay. So Damn. Well, that, that ruins prices, plan. Are you serious? <laughs> what, we, what we've seen across 
you know, we, we, we've been pretty close to the Zip and Afterpay guys across our journey um, and across the, their journey as well. And, you know, in, in, in buy now, pay later and, and lending as a whole, there's this, this thing called responsible lending. And we've taken that approach to, to investing for super. So we've got this responsible investing layer and we'll continue to build on that to, to help people diversify their portfolio, make better investment decisions for the long term. And, and this, is for, this is for retirement. But the thing that we're doing is we're making your super tangible now, so, which, which is huge. And that's where the apathy comes in. Like people don't think about it because they can't do anything with it for 60 years. We give you the option to do something with it today. Um, but we have to make sure that you are making responsible investment decisions. So there's limits on individual stocks. There's limits on, on sectors, on different groups of shares, which is, it's all displayed to you on the, on the, on the uh, user interface. You don't have to, you know, you won't just sort of get blocked from certain things. It'll tell you why and when, but yeah, it, it, it's, it's intuitive and it helps you build a diversified portfolio over the long term. And what are the fees the same with uh, as autopilot? So the fees are the same. We just we charge two dollars a week instead of a dollar a week, plus point four nine percent. Now Adam, uh, one of the co-hosts of Comedian V Economist, uh, told us this story how he tried to day trade his super, which I honestly don't know how he did that in a traditional account. Um, but do you worry that uh, people like Adam are gonna are gonna crack the charts out and try and day trade their way to a comfortable retirement? I think there's always going to be a group of people who, you know, there's going to be some individuals that do do that. There's there's the ability to do it. Um, we're, we're not going to stop you. It's your money at the end of the day. You know, we believe this is your money. You should make the decision. Um, you can't withdraw any of your super. Um, the same rules apply with, with traditional super. So you can't pull your super out. Um, the same rules apply to contributions as well. You can't just move money in and out willy-nilly. But if you wanted to move between... If you're at a at a at another super fund and you wanted to move daily between balanced and growth, you you could. It's probably not a wise decision, and it's the same thing for trading shares. If you wanted to day trade your super, it's you know I, I think long term investing, you know, it's time in the market always beats timing the market, and the same applies. Doesn't really matter what source of funds you're using. Um, that same rule always applies. Mm. I think that's how Adam tried to do it, switching between like aggressive and conservative. But there was like a two or three day delay on the change, so it was it sounded like a mess to be honest. <laughs> yeah, timing the market with a couple of day delay. It's yeah, interesting concept. Now, John, we should also make it clear that um, throughout this whole series that we've been doing with you guys, um, you know, we've we've made it pretty clear that the passive approach is the right approach for some people um but just to make sure that you're optimizing the best you can if you are going to go down that route we're talking about fees we're talking about looking at the insurances we're talking about comparing performance between funds so um of course you know this isn't to say that what we're offering now is the best approach for everyone when it comes to superannuation but it's just great to see that there is now an option available for those that do want to take a bit more control um when when you're thinking about this product who are the type of people that you i guess you expect to see take up this product um you know when when you launch well now that it has launched i think the sort of the go-to market is probably our existing superhero customer base these are people who are familiar with, with investing or have, have started their investment journey. Uh, we see a huge amount of people coming onto the platform and buying 
you know, two or three key ETFs um, and, and we can run through what, what those look like in terms of the data. And then adding, you know, a couple, you know, a couple or a handful of individual shares to, to bolster that. And typically those shares are not, you know, West Perth micro lithium <laughs> miners. You know, they're, they're big established <laughs> companies. And even if you look at, you know, Zip and Afterpay, you know, Afterpay is in the top 20. Zip, I think, is in the top 100. You know, they're, they're, they're big established companies. Um, so so um, building, building a, a portfolio um, is something that I think a lot of people would love to do with, with their super. So I think, yeah, I think the, the go-to market is, is people who are already familiar with investing in, in shares and ETFs. One area of the market that I'm going to be particularly interested in is people who are currently self-managing their super because, as you mentioned before, it's an administrative headache to, to do all of that. And if you can offer very similar functionality uh, without any of the paperwork or any of the you know tax and all accounting and all of that, it'll be interesting to see if people switch back uh, to, a, to a super fund um, and just take control through your platform. Yeah, well, if you look at some of the data, it's about 80% of self-managed super assets are in Aussie shares. So there's a huge amount of demand in, in the space that is already in, in like the self-managed world. It, it is an interesting point, though, um, just to talk about the tax and reporting and how it's all sort of managed. So in a traditional super fund, you would, you, you would not do any of the tax. They do it all for you. They send a member statement. It's the same in, in superhero. So you have to choose the underlying investments. You have to choose what you want to invest in. But we handle all of the administration. We handle all of the tax reporting, all of your income and franking credits, and the fund as a whole does the tax. So you, you are taxed individually as an individual person, but you don't have to worry about the end of your tax return like you would with a self-managed super fund, just like you would if you were with AMP or, or Aussie Super. Um, so that that's a key difference. We do give you full portfolio reports, transaction reports. We give you all the realised and unrealised capital gains and income reports as well. Um, for your own records, you don't need to give those to your accountant because the fund um, handles all the tax on your behalf. So that administrative burden really is lifted. So it's it's a pretty disruptive product. You know, Traditionally, there was two choices at the opposite end of the spectrum. You either self-managed and dealt with all those headaches that you were just talking about, or you went with a fund and you had no headaches, but you couldn't see what was going on either. No idea. Um, <laughs> and, you know, you're really trying to, I guess, break that those two choices and create a, a third choice. Um, what's the reception been like from the industry? Are you uh, getting invited to all the uh, industry cocktail parties and the like? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's early days. Um, but, yeah, look, it is, it is disruptive. And I think that there are a lot of – there's a lot of underperforming funds out there. And there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, people who who want that control um, and, and delivering a product that gives you the control whether you want to use it or not is up to you. Um, you you've still got the control if you want to use it with us. But yeah, I think it's going to be. I think as it as it grows, I think it will be disruptive, and and it'll be see, it'll be interesting to see what the the industry's response will be as a whole as well. Hopefully, it's more transparent. Super. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, John, I think, you know, there's no doubt that across this series, as we've said, we've really just tried to alert Australians to the fact that, as you've mentioned many times, you're giving 10% of your pay 
to someone to go and invest really without you knowing where it's going uh, or having much say in your hard-earned dollars. And as we've clearly highlighted, superannuation is one of the biggest assets that people will have when it comes to retirement. So whatever route you take now, be it optimizing your passive approach um, to the to the best option that's best you know that's possible or starting to think more actively about how you want to manage it yourself I think as I said what you guys are doing is great and I guess we thank you for your time today and and for the disruption that you're causing and I've can't <laughs> wipe the smile off Alex's face because he's looking forward to getting stuck into it <laughs> just remember time in the market versus timing the market yeah 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 <laughs> I don't want to be the person that manages to go backwards in their super account because I tried to lend a day trade. <laughs> yeah, jeez. Yeah. No, I think, um, look, yeah, we're, we're, I guess, thankful for allowing us to do this um, series as well because it's not only have Alec and I certainly reviewed our own superannuation and, and where we're in, we're at, but I, I think, you know, we've really highlighted to the Equity Mates community that they need to. Um, certainly give it a lot more thought you know so much time and energy and excitement goes into building personal portfolios but um with so much money sitting in super it's um the the same sort of diligence should should certainly be um given to that side of investing as well so thanks for your time and thanks for doing what you're doing no thank you guys thanks for the support and before we close we should say if people want to check out superhero super offer is it still just superhero.com.au Yep, superhero.com.au. You can jump on the app as well. You can see see all the details there too. Um, and nice. Yeah, the sign-up process is pretty pretty frictionless. Uh, we give you all the details during the sign-up process as well. So transparency is really the key thing um, that comes with it. Nice. Well, nice thanks one. for your time. We'll catch up again soon. Cool. Thanks, guys. Equity Mates Investing Podcast is a product of Equity Mates Media. All information in this podcast is for education and entertainment purposes only. It is not intended as a substitute for professional finance, legal, or tax advice. The hosts of Equity Mates Investing Podcast are not financial professionals and are not aware of your personal financial circumstances. Before making any financial decisions, you should read the product disclosure statement and, if necessary, consult a licensed financial professional. Do not take financial advice from a podcast. For more information, head to the disclaimer page on the Equitymates website where you can find ASIC resources and find a registered financial professional near you. In the spirit of reconciliation, Equitymates Media and the hosts of Equitymates Investing Podcast acknowledge the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people today.